and I was given a death sentence at the age of 16. I became a slave to food and to fear. 799 pounds. 799 pounds. But here I am today. 600 pounds lighter. And I'm here to share my story with you to help you improve, to help you find your way, and to help you become a more motivated person. I'll be your inspiration. Here we go. Let's do this. He's been on the Today Show, The Doctors, in the National Enquirer, and in newspapers and magazines all over the country. Welcome to the 600 Pounds Down podcast. Here's your host, Coach Justin. Okay, okay, here we are. This is live. This is the first live we've done with 600 pounds down. It's exciting. I have a lot to say. And my guest tonight has a ton to say as well. So hopefully you're coming on and hopefully you're seeing this live. Uh, If you do not see this live, you can definitely check it out on my podcast, 600 Pounds Down, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also Amazon Music. And who knows, it might come somewhere else or go somewhere else in the future. So again, folks, this is Justin, Coach Justin, uh, 600 Pounds Down podcast, part of the One Step Movement. If you guys do not check that out, you definitely need to go online and check it out on Facebook. It is the One Step Movement. Would love to have you guys on there to check it out, see what we're doing. A lot of good stuff. Man, I got a lot of things happening. Coaching is right around the corner. Been launching that uh, personal one-on-one coaching using the same methods that I used to drop 600 pounds, giving that to my clients and helping them out. And they are experiencing amazing freedom one step at a time. So if you haven't checked it out yet, you just visit justinwillaby.com backslash coaching. Get more information that way. Also have a book in the works that should be launched in January. That's made in his image, man. It's an amazing book filled with information that, well, basically it's my life, my story, things that I've experienced through body image and body shaming. Also not recognizing my value and worth. And I just explain a little bit, like, what is my value? What is my worth? And how can you relate to that? Maybe you're struggling with body image today. Maybe you're struggling with identifying yourself and, and accepting yourself. Well, guess what? This is your time to check out this book. It'll be launching in January, made in his image. So make sure you have the opportunity to view that. It'll be available on my website and also on Amazon. I have an amazing guest tonight. We're just going to jump right in. Her name is Mari Shambita. She is one of my friends. She has an awesome husband named Jesse. He is the redheaded bearded wonder. Great guy. We love him. She's a mom of two, a wife. Man, she has a lot. She's an entrepreneur. She has a lot going on herself, a lot of passions. I met Mari years ago, and she's always had a interest, an interest in fitness and in health. And we talked back and forth, and it was just always been a, a good relationship based on wellness. And it's always been good to talk to her and pick her brain about things and hear her story and what she's doing. So we're going to bring her on tonight and on this podcast, and she's going to share with you her heart, her story, 
like sometimes I get to talk in and I just want to share the whole story right now because it's so exciting, but we're actually going to let her share it because it's better coming from her anyway. I, I talk a lot. You're going to hear me a lot. Those of you who listen to my podcast, you mean we talk a lot. So I'll let her talk tonight, but we're going to bounce into this. There's a lot of things to discuss tonight. So let's get moving. Here we go. 600 pounds down with Mari Shambita. And here we go. Let's welcome Mari. Hey, what's up, Mari? Hello, how's it going? It's going, it's going. We're so glad to have you on tonight. Hopefully our viewers are going to be blessed. Well, not hopefully. Our viewers and our listeners are going to be blessed because you have a, a fantastic story. And I'm not going to steal your thunder, but Throughout the throughout the time we're together, I'm totally going to be asking you questions, but I'm, I just can't wait for you to share your story with other people. So without further ado, can you please just introduce yourself, what you do, and then just, just jump into your story from there. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Justin. Um, as Justin said, I'm Mari Shimbita. I'm a mom. I have two young children, three years old and one years old. I'm an entrepreneur. I've started multiple brick and mortar businesses. I'm a dancer and newly licensed yoga instructor, which has been so fun. Um, but I guess I'm here to talk to you guys today about my recent health journey. I say recent, it's been going on for a long time, but um, we've had some new developments and very incredible positive changes in my life. And so I'd like to share just a little bit with you guys about what that has looked like for me. Um, the first thing I want to say is I am not a professional healthcare provider. <laughs> I am just sharing with you guys my story through the things that I've experienced, my own research, and what myself and my um, my doctor have discussed personally. So if you're feeling like you're resonating with my story, please go talk to your doctor as well. Um, but I guess so. I guess this story really starts seven years ago. I don't want to get into a long, detailed um, story about my past, but it is important to recognize that about seven or eight years ago, I was in um, an accident, and through this accident, I had to have a couple of different surgeries, and so my body was under a lot, a lot of stress. I was on an IV for an antibiotic for several months, and um, I guess you could just imagine like gut health and we know what the roles that stress plays on our body can be negative to our health if it's not taken care of. And so I started to notice a decline in energy, my mental health, um, foods that I would normally eat were upsetting my stomach. They were causing all sorts of problems. And I just kept thinking, this is going to get better. This is going to get better. And as time went on, it didn't get better. I was sleeping all the time. I would get sick. I would feel nauseous every time I would eat. Um, food would kind of burn going down. And and life was not always like that for me. And I thought, what has changed? What is different? And so back 
you know, seven years ago, I did the Whole30 diet, which if you're not familiar with what that is, the Whole30 diet is kind of like an elimination diet where you basically take out all processed food, sugar, most grains and linguines, and you're eating fruits, vegetables, and meat. And then after a couple of weeks on the diet, you slowly start to add back some of those food groups. And obviously from not eating it for a couple of weeks to adding it back, you can tell if you're having a reaction. So the first thing that I added back was um, wheat. And I, re- I still remember we went to the pizza place in Smithport. I don't remember what it's called anymore, but I don't even think it's there anymore. But we went there and I was like, I'm going to eat that dinner roll. <laughs> that, that must be like my thing. That's my test dummy. So I, I ate this nice little like garlic knot and I died on the way home. It was burning. I had to lay down and take a nap. Um, and so basically... I knew right away that wheat was a problem. And of course, I, you know, I was able to figure out other things that were causing problems through that. And so following this whole 30 diet, I basically just transformed. I I started eating a plant-based diet, um, mostly fruits and vegetables, totally gluten-free. I would do some processed gluten-free stuff, but I was on top of the world, man. I felt so good. I had so much energy. Um, I felt like I could be me again. You know, I had, I had, I had the the ability to go out and do things and be happy. And it was, it was so nice. Um, so one of the tough things I think about doing that is, you know, one of the hangups I think for a lot of people is the ridicule. And so I don't know if that, that should not be missed in this story. Um, I remember specifically doing the whole 30 diet and just about every single friend that I had was like, Justin was like, you're being too restrictive. Like, like, (laughs) gluten, like our bodies are made to eat gluten. Gluten's just not eating gluten's just a fad. Um, You're faking it. I even remember one time we were at a family party and, um, you know, my family's like, we make gluten-free food and this is not a shot to them. I know they love me and they're so supportive now, but one of my family members said to um, another family member, oh, you know, Mari, Mari can have gluten. This, it's not real. It's not a real allergy, you know? And so from that moment on, I felt uncomfortable eating anything that would have been served to me. Cause I'm like, well, if these people don't believe me and they're the ones that cook the food, I'm going to go have to leave in 20 minutes and lay down and I'm not going to feel good, you know? And so people, a lot of people didn't take me seriously. And that was really, that was really a hard thing. Um, in the beginning to figure it out, to stick with it, and then to live that life going forward, I didn't have a medical diagnosis. You know, people say, well, are you celiac? I don't know. You know, you know, it's interesting because I want to I want to just pause a second on the whole I guess you can kind of call it food shaming if that's a, if that's a word. Yeah. Um, and I, I will gladly own that. Yes. I was one of those people that teased Mari. It was great. Uh, we had that friendship to do that, but you're looking back at it. It's like, wow. You know, I was immature in those areas, right? Like, like it's easy to, to have your own agenda with, with 
practicing a particular diet. It's always, it's easy to have your own agenda with what you think is the right thing to do. But in the long run, we don't live in another person's body. We don't know what they're going through from the foods that they're consuming or the lack of activity or whatever else they're experiencing in their own body. How, how can we say that's not true? That's not good. And I, I got to witness it firsthand with loved ones, also some friends that there are people who have celiac. There are people who have some gluten intolerance and it really does impact them in such a negative way. And, and without seeing that though, I probably would still be on that wagon. Oh, gluten, what you gluten intolerant? What the heck? Who, why? Like just eat it, you know, but it's not true. Now I understand that I, myself in my, in my time, in my life, I was able, like when I was actually on my journey, really strict, I'm less strict today, but when I was really strict, like can't even touch a, uh, a processed food or anything like that. I, I was very picky on the foods that I consumed. Like, you know, I would just eat natural foods as much as possible and low carb on top of that, or ketogenic, if you want to call it that. And I was like ridiculed for not having a, a piece of white bread or like a piece of cake or a cookie or something like that. And from, from people that I really cared about or who cared about me and they actually got offended. It's like, they got offended because I didn't have what they were eating. <laughs> like what the heck here? And I know why I don't touch it. And, and, it, and it's sometimes you kind of feel ashamed. Like I kind of feel bad that somebody's looking at me and saying, how come you don't eat that? You know, you kind of feel embarrassed that you're not eating stuff sometimes. So it's a real deal. And sometimes that can motivate you to do things and eat foods that you really don't want to consume or have part of your diet. So I understand the food shaming thing, man. I, I will come on here and humbly apologize for saying some mean words in the past, but it's all under the rug now, I hope. <laughs> I feel like we've all done it. Yeah. You know, whether it's because we don't understand and we're trying to understand, you know, like our way of processing almost, or if we're feeling like shameful ourselves and we don't want to be the one that looks bad, like. I'm the one eating garbage. <laughs> I don't want them to feel good about it. When, you know, or or maybe it's just in a totally innocent, you know. But I think, you know, with friends, it's a lot easier to process, you know, when Justin's making fun of me or when it's constant. You know, every time I, I'm eating out with other people, they, they have questions. And then you kind of get an aversion to eating with people because you're like, do I have the energy to explain again that I don't have a medical diagnosis, but I know how I feel and it's not good, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. For it's sure. Cool. It's, it's a yeah. fun journey of life, you know? It is a fun journey of life to put it lightly. <laughs> but yeah, so did you notice when people started, I guess, shaming you or saying some things, you kind of just got tired. I think you said a minute ago, but you kind of just got tired of hearing it. Right. And so you kind of let down your guard and then you start eating things again that you really don't want to eat. Can you tell me more about that and how you started allowing foods back into your diet and then how you started feeling like, like really tired all the time? Yeah. So, um, man, I wish I had a stronger backbone back then. <laughs> today is different. But I, I do think that there were many occasions where I would just eat something because I felt like I either just didn't want to answer questions or I had my own self-doubt, like, well, are they right? Am I, am I just making up this pain? Like, you know, and which is crazy. It's like, I feel pain. Why am I letting other people make me think that? But, you know, that's just the circle of growing stronger, I guess. And so um, I did really, really well for a couple of years. And then after I had my daughter, 
we were traveling from, I'm from North Carolina, so we were traveling from Pennsylvania down to North Carolina to be with family. And one thing that you have to know when you are on any sort of diet, whole foods, um, gluten, especially gluten-free, if you don't pack food, you pretty much just don't have food. There's hardly any place that you can eat out and um, be safe. So we get down to North Carolina, which um, where I'm from in North Carolina has some amazing restaurants that I can no longer eat at. And it is really sad. It's hard to resist. Um, and so we were going down for Thanksgiving. So this was uh, four years, three years ago, 2019. My grandmother was the absolute best cook. Amazing, amazing food. Um, and she would make these dinner rolls that I loved. And so we're at Thanksgiving dinner and I'm tired new mom. I'm tired of packing my food. I'm tired of people asking questions. I'm tired of all of it. And I, I just looked at Jesse and I said, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. And I took a dinner roll and I ate it. And um, I didn't have a reaction right away. I was like, oh, in the name of Jesus, maybe I really am healed. Like, you know, God's got a sense of humor. And so I just kept eating gluten. Um, and it didn't stop there. It wasn't just me eating things that weren't gluten-free. It was, um, I was very tired. And so when I don't have to be as mindful about things like gluten, I also am eating a lot more processed things. And so I was picking quick meals, um, microwave, uh, pizza is like my, one of my favorite things, lots of tacos, but a lot of the whole food started to come up missing. Like, oh, I don't have to eat fruit with my breakfast today. I can just do toast with peanut butter. You know, there were a lot of things that were coming up missing. And over time, I think I just got more and more lax over the last three years. Um, go ahead. Now, what? So you got lax, you started eating foods again that really weren't good for you, really that you felt bad eating, right? You, you knew that it wasn't a good food to consume because you started feeling bad. What were the results from eating those foods again? So and you said it was kind of over time, like the beginning, you were like, oh, this is okay. I, I'm good. I'm good. But then over time, you started experiencing some symptoms. You told me a little, a little while ago. So can you kind of transition into what happened when you started eating those foods? And what, what were the results of that? Yeah, so I think that the transition of me not feeling good again actually came a lot quicker than I realized. But because I was so early on in my postpartum journey, I kept I kept saying, this is just postpartum. I'm just tired because it's postpartum. I just don't feel good because I didn't sleep last night. But I was I but I all of the symptoms came back and I just wasn't paying attention. Um, irritability. Like, like if you think about I don't know, like a caffeine withdrawal, how you start to feel kind of like sharp with people, but that was just me all the time. Um, I was so inflamed, so inflamed. I actually didn't realize how inflamed I was until I did a detox. Um, so tired. I mean, three years, Justin, I was tired. Like I would hit, I don't know, I would wake up, even if I slept through the night, did not feel rested. And then around one o'clock, I would crash so heavily that I would have to go lay down as soon as my husband got home from work. Let me just ask that. I want to hear that one more time. You said three years. Yes. Because wow. I because I had my daughter in 2019. And so I was like, oh, the first, they always say the first year after you have a baby is the hardest. And 
So I was like, okay, that whole year, I did end up having blood work done that year. I told my doctor, like, I just don't feel good. Can you run my vitamins, minerals, make sure I'm not low on anything? Um, I've had a history in the past of low iron. And so, you know, we just thought chalked it up to something like that. Um, and so in that first year, I was actually prescribed antidepressants because we were like, what well, must be depressed? You're sleeping all the time. Those are the symptoms. I, and um, I didn't end up taking them because, you know, I know, I know what I know. The Lord taught me how to eat healthy though, that many years ago. And I'd been through that journey. And so I knew like, I'm not eating healthy and I'm not really exercising. So until I get those in a line, I'm not going to go down that route yet. You know, I wasn't in a, like a desperate, dangerous situation. And so I felt like that was a good move for me. Um, but then I got pregnant again. And um, so then I was like, well, I don't feel good because I'm pregnant. And then my son's a year old. So then this last year I thought, well, I just had a baby and it's going to, I'm going to come out of the woods soon. Right. And so I just kept thinking, um, soon. I'm going to feel better soon. I'm going to feel better soon. Like I'm getting out of the, my hormones are going to balance, you know, all the things that the doctors tell you on the surface level. And, um, I kept seeing my friends around me with all this energy and doing all these things with their kids. And I'm like, why, why is this not happening for me? You know? And, um, and I don't think a lot of people realized how horrible I truly felt because they weren't home with me. You know, I could muster up enough energy to go out and to go to church for an hour or two. And then I would come home and I would go right to bed. You know, it would take every ounce of energy out of me to do stuff like that. I would go to work and um, and as soon as I got done with work, I would come home and go to bed. And I'm like, this is so there's something wrong. You know, I finally got this this last summer. I thought I cannot do this another day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, cause that has to get off. I remember seeing you at church a few times and you just, you were tired and, you know, I just chalked it up to you're being a mom, like getting up at ungodly hours of the night and, and doing everything you have to do there. But there was something under the surface that you were dealing with and you didn't really know. You kind of had an inkling that something was going on, but you weren't quite sure. And you had to be frustrating not having the answer to that. Right. I mean, not having, you kind of know, but then like, what is this? Yeah. Um, now, friends, if you're listening in and you're online right now, feel free to chime in. Uh, we can see the comments here. Uh, if you're live and have questions for Mari or just want to make some comments, we would love to see those. And she is going to offer her time to answer as much as she can uh, until the time where she doesn't have any more to offer. But feel free to tackle that and um, write into us with some comments if you're if you're interested or questions. But so over the time, you you kind of I think. I kind of sense some desperation from you. You're, you're kind of like, this has become something way too much for me. Now I'm going to pursue. So, so you had to go and pursue some more answers. How did you find those answers? And how did you start this process of where you're at today? Um, okay. So the kicker for me um, that kind of pushed me into forward motion um, a couple of months ago, I was sitting in the living room and I was looking out the window and I said, to my husband, honey, it's so beautiful outside. Why is it so beautiful outside right now? And he kind of laughed at me. He's like, Mari, you're, ne you're never awake at this time of day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sleeping my life away. Like I was living 
praying for survival till he got home from work, would go upstairs and take a nap, come down and make dinner and get everyone ready for bed and then do it all over again. But I, I was like, wow, I'm missing the beauty of life right now because I cannot keep my eyes open. And, uh, and so I knew, you know, these are the things that I had already known was the first thing was my diet. I knew my diet was not good. I have lived a life where my diet was good. And so I knew that that was step one. I needed to get back there. So I went back to a whole food diet. Um, I actually ended up doing a three-week detox, and it was very, very intense. Um, but for me, that's how I function. I needed something to tell me what to eat, when to eat it. I needed a grocery list already made for me because I was so tired. I didn't have the energy to think of what what I could eat that could fuel me properly. Um, and so I got a detox program and three weeks of, it was great. <laughs> it was probably one of the hardest things that I've done in a long time. So what <laughs> did this three weeks detox program, were you like wifezilla, momzilla? Was it, was it a rough, like, were you grumpy, cranky? How, how was your home life when it came to this detox? Um, okay. So the program warns you that day three is the hardest. So I was getting ready. I'm like, okay, day three is going to be the weekend, you know, like prepared that as properly as I could have. Jesse's going to be home. It's going to be great. Um, day one, I thought I was going to die. I called my husband crying. So, so to be clear, this, this detox day one was no processed sugar, no grain, um, fruits and veggies. The first week there, there's, um, some protein sources. There are some supplements, you guys, it was a healthy detox, I promise. But, um, yeah, so, so I was, I was withdrawing sugar, like probably a very high sugar diet. I'm pretty sure I asked my husband for a milkshake the day before. <laughs> Um, or maybe it was a Dunkin' coffee. I don't remember. But I was detoxing sugar. I was detoxing caffeine. I did not have any processed food. So my body was like screaming. I had the, the worst headache I've had probably ever had in my life. Um, two beautiful babies running around needing their mommy. And and the, and the other thing was I was I felt like I was starving. And I, and I ate three huge meals They, you know, it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner and a snack, big amounts of food, all fruits and veggies, probably the most fruits and veggies that I had eaten in years on one plate, you know, and, um, and for some reason I felt like I was starving and I just kept telling myself, you're fed, <laughs> like you are not hungry right now. You are fed, but I just couldn't, I don't know. It was hard. I so a lot of mental, it was probably this, it's a big mental game with yourself. And I, I tell, I tell my clients all the time, it's not just physical. Like there's a lot of mental development that has to happen. So part of my program offers mental transformation as well. I get a lot of people who want to say, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. They, they highly repeat that all the time. And then when we get down to the program, they want to, they want to just nail the scale and go, Hey, what's, what's the scale saying? Or, Hey, what's, what's, did I gain some muscle this week or lose some weight this week? And 
they miss the point. It's like, that's going to come and go. And I always say physical is a byproduct of your mental and spiritual life. Like that'll, that'll just, it just flows together. You have a healthy spirit, a healthy mindset, your body just lines up and adapts to that. And the proof is there. I mean, you were going ahead and you were eating a particular way and detoxing and, and just being like, this is crazy. I'm hungry. But then reminding yourself, you know what? No, I'm fed. I'm full. I'm feeling good. I don't need, I don't need food to fulfill me. And you have a relationship with God. And so I'm sure that was one part of your life that truly did benefit you in that area where it's like, I'm going to go to God with this stuff because on my own, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm a human being who has, who has weaknesses, just like the next gal, next guy. And I can't do this by myself. So that's, it's just amazing. And I'm sure you can touch on that. I'm sure you can touch on how, how much of a mental, I guess, uh, self-control it took to not give in and have that amazing piece of pizza or that awesome potato chip or that cookie or donut, right? Absolutely. I had to, I mean, it was an hourly struggle even now, even now (laughs) it was an, it was an hourly struggle the entire three weeks, especially day one. I think I told Jesse a couple of times, I can't do this. I have to give up. Like, I thought you were going to be home on my worst day, but you're not here. And so like, let's just do this a different day, you know? And, um, I think having him be my cheerleader was also good. He's like, he's like, you can do this. Like you've done this before you can do this. And that was, I think that probably was one of the, the biggest blessings was to have him there. I think accountability and support are two major uh, contributions to our health. And Jesse's a great guy. Jesse is always there to support. Um, she has a really good cheerleader guys. Like he is, he looks great with pom-poms. I'll tell you what, <laughs> but he's good. He's good. And, and I can, I can, I can, you know, relate to that because when you have a tribe behind you, who's pushing you, who's encouraging you, who's praying for you, who's challenging you and holding you accountable. You can go miles. You can go miles. And, and by doing things by yourself, it doesn't always work out the best. I don't know about you guys, but I've tried many diets in my life. I've tried many programs in my life and doing it by myself just did not do it for me. I needed a tribe. I needed people. I needed accountability in my life to get me to a better place. So absolutely. I'm sure, you know, and thank you for being vulnerable there because it's okay to say we're weak. It's okay to say we're weak. It's okay to say we we don't always have it together. And it's okay to say that you struggle. Because friends, I'm I'm a guy that lost 600 pounds and have a story to share with you. And I come across as a professional, right? I'm like, don't eat this. You want to eat this, you do this. But I too deal with days where I struggle as well. And that's just being vulnerable and being real. And it makes you a human, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you don't stay there. You don't stay in your struggle. You go to others, you have them pray with you. You try to find some motivation to get out of that. And of course, you just pick yourself up. If you fail, if you have a moment, don't even look at it as a fail. Just you missed it. You just missed it. But you need to stand back up and move on from that moment and don't live in the regret of what just happened, but take a step forward and it starts with the next bite or the next activity. It's that simple. It's not overcomplicated. I think sometimes the devil wants to come in and remind us that we fail, we're no good, and we cannot let that be the part of our lives where it molds us into who we don't want to be. So yeah, absolutely. Mari. I think it's good to have support groups by your side behind you. So here you are now, like, look at you now. You look like you're wide awake. I don't know if you had coffee before here, but uh, (laughs) there's normal tiredness. I'm sure that happens still, but, but what's your, what's, what's your life like now versus what it was 
uh, you know, before you found out you had some struggles like this? Um, well, I, so I remember just a couple of days into the detox, I was going through the whole day and I would get to the end of the day and, and say, oh, Jesse, I didn't nap today. And it wasn't like I really was like trying not to nap because I couldn't. It was like I would have just finished the day and then realized like, wow, I was awake all day because I just had the energy. And so I just did the things, you know, um, and that was without caffeine and without sugar. Right. Um, those those are highly cause an immense amount of inflammation in in probably everyone's body, but especially mine. Um, the one thing that I wanted to throw out there, because you mentioned inflammation earlier and it made me think. Um, the first week, I think you probably saw this and said something to me. The first week um, in my detox, I lost 10 pounds and that's not fat, right? My body was like releasing inflammation. Can, like I just can't even believe that I carried that much. There wasn't a lot of weight loss after that, but that was literally just what my body had been carrying around. Um, it's crazy. And you said that was that was seven days in the first week. First week. Wow. And a lot of us are like that. I mean, it's it's it probably felt good to lose ten pounds. I mean, that was probably stress, inflammation, all that stuff that was on you. I'm sure you felt like. Did you feel a relief? Like, were you like, wow, I feel feel like there's weight off my shoulders? No pun intended. Um, I you know I didn't feel like my I could wear my my smaller clothes or anything like that, you know, it, it, it was, there was not a lot of fat loss. Um, but I think that, that the release of inflammation that was making me feel so horrible, um, there was definitely a weight lifted as far as that goes. Like, um, I think that, that the weight that I lost was, was making me not feel good. Does that make sense? As long as it like, makes sense to you, that's all that matters. Cause honestly, like you There's, have to understand, people have to understand everybody's unique and on their own journey, but yeah, I, I can, I can kind of, if you kind of paint a picture, I can help. I can, maybe we can identify that. Yeah. I think, um, weight loss as far as inflammation feels different than weight loss that is fat. Right. And so w within a week, I'm not going to notice a whole lot of changes with, with my clothes, but there was definitely a weight lifted from inflammation and, and I just felt, I just felt good. You know, like I wasn't like, Oh, I feel really slim, but I felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can see how even like physically when you kind of visually see a 10 pound weight loss, you kind of are like, wow, I was carrying 10 pounds. I didn't even realize you were carrying 10 pounds. And it, it just, it That's must great. have this, you felt, you felt it just fall off. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay. All right. So you're feeling better today. You're feeling like a, a new person. Tell me what's your approach today. What's your diet like today? What are some things that are your favorite things to eat? And uh, do you still struggle with temptation to eat the foods that you miss? And what do you do to overcome those temptations? So during the detox, I actually had um, a blood test done because I thought, well, I'm going to the doctor anyways. I might as well have them make sure that my vitamins and minerals are where they need to be and all that kind of stuff. And through that, I actually found out that I have I have a high um, 
immune response in my thyroid, which is kind of is a hereditary thing for us. Uh, thyroiditis, Hashimoto's is um, hereditary. And it wasn't something I was aware of. But through that, I started to be to connect the dots with my health problems and sp- more specifically the foods I'm eating. And so, so a lot of the foods that I was noticing I was having issues with, like gluten and sugar and dairy, were are, are correlated to this thyroid disease that I was struggling with. And so thankfully, it hasn't gone so far that you know, I have to take medication or anything like that. A lot of it can be um, regulated with with a good diet, a good healthy whole diet. And so that has really motivated me to stick with whole foods. And so what whole foods means is um, fruits and vegetables as God made them out of the ground, (laughs) not deep fried, not from a frozen bag, right? So wait a minute, wait a minute, French fries, French fries, come on. Not, not, they don't count. Um, I have found a way to make French fries, but I just cannot do it on a regular basis. The oil is very hard for me, but yes, French fries are not how God made them. (laughs) Yes. So fruits and vegetables and what else you, what else are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm definitely eating meat. I'm not back on a plant-based diet. However, it is not as consuming. So so veggies most is my mindset. Veggies most. So through the the meal plans that I had been through with my detox, vegetables dominated the plate, right? And so I'm doing a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits first thing in the morning. Those are going to help detox our bodies naturally. And so when we're not consuming a lot of them, it's really hard and stressful for our body to eliminate toxins. Fruits and vegetables. Yes. And then now I know that you, you tend to want to go towards particular meats that, you know, come from grass fed, right? Like you like, you, you, you like grass fed, you prefer that, uh, free range comes with chickens, right. Um, things like that. So you, you are careful with the kind of meat you have too, because sometimes, and we don't want to get too geeky tonight, but sometimes the types of fats that are in particular meats, uh, especially conventional raised, tends to contribute to the inflammatory struggles that we, we do experience. So I, I know you have meat back in your diet, which, which I'm a believer of including meat. And definitely, like you said, fruits and vegetables should be part of your everyday diet. And again, uh, potato chips and other things like that do not count. Uh, but yes, so you're a fan of, of healthier items and you try to get things into the most pure, I guess. Um, and, and uh, unprocessed as possible, correct? Yeah, so we have ducks for eggs. We also love to get eggs from our friends. Thankfully, we have tons of friends that have chickens. <laughs> we live in chicken part of Pennsylvania. Um, Jesse enjoys raising meat, so him and one of his friends um, raised a bunch of chickens in their backyard and did that. So we have fr- chicken in our freezer. Um, we also got local grass-fed beef from a farmer in our area and we were able to fill our freezer with that as well. Um, I definitely don't overdo it because that's another thing with my own personal health is that I have to be careful with the fats from meat, but I do include that in my diet. Um, try, I try to do lean, mostly lean, um, lots and lots of veggies, 
no gluten. Gluten probably won't be a part of my diet regularly ever again. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. Some people can do it. And I think that's fabulous. It tastes fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. You know, I have, I have a, a loved one in my family who struggles with celiac. And um, every time we go to a restaurant, we have to be very careful of cross-contamination. And uh, we have to make sure we call ahead sometimes because hopefully they have some, some gluten-free options besides, of course, a salad, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, it, it's, it's difficult sometimes to, to find a, a proper, healthy, gluten-friendly, gluten-free friendly diet, uh, even in the stores. Like I've noticed that too. And I, I made a post on this a while ago on my socials, but, but just because it says gluten-free on the label does not mean it is healthy for you. And that's what a lot of these health, you know, these, these companies do in the name of health, they'll, they'll post thing or put things on their label saying gluten-free, but then it has a ton of junk in it and it's so processed and literally probably, I can't say this for sure, but it's probably just as bad for you in some way, shape or form with all the junk in it. That's causing you to, to feel bad. Right. Um, I, I just, it, it blows me away and people buy into it. People buy into it. And, and I would just say, read your labels not just nutrition facts, but read the ingredient list, read what's in these things. Cause if it has a, a if it's a huge list of ingredients, you probably don't want to eat that and you want to stay as natural as possible. Uh, are you careful on what you purchase and buy as gluten-free? Absolutely. I'm, I actually am. My goal this winter is to learn how to make gluten-free bread. Well, um, gluten-free bread is one of the processed things that I buy and the ingredient list is not fantastic. Uh, the things they use to bind it together, it's mostly artificial. Um, but yeah, so I just try to stick to a whole food diet. You know, you can eat quinoa, you can eat brown rice as long as it's not processed in a, a factory with wheat. Um, you can't go wrong with eggs and bacon for breakfast. You can't go wrong with applesauce. You can't go wrong with, well, I mean, I guess you can. <laughs> That was a bad one. But, but you know, a salad, you can make your own soups. There's, there's so many fantastic options that are just whole foods. It's just what God gave us, you know. You don't have to go buy processed things off the shelf to be satisfied. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so we now we understand what you're eating today. So those of you who are listening, that's some free information for you to, if you struggle with a gluten sensitivity or you just want to be a healthier person, this is your opportunity to apply what Mari just said. It's free information. This is, you know, you don't have to pay anything for that, right? It's all over the internet anyway. Just go and Google gluten-free sensitive, you know, gluten diet, gluten-free diets and stuff like that. You'll find tons of information out there, but just don't trust everything that you see. And uh, I put my stamp of approval on Mari because I know her and she's very credible so I would just encourage you to go back and play that part again, if you can, to, to see what she's eating. But Mari, let's let's transition to as we're coming to a close here of our 600 pounds down uh, guest feature for you. Let's talk about where you're at today, because you have a lot going on and it's exciting. And I, I'm really, really happy to give you an opportunity to share that with those who are are listening. And again, friends, if you have any questions for her, please go ahead and write them in the comments uh, on, on your socials there. And we would love to answer those. And of course, if you have any comments to, to give us definitely mention those as well. So Mari, get, here's the floor. Like, what are you doing these days? And, and all that, give us the update. Well, I found myself this fall, September in a Christ centered yoga instructor training course. 
which is something that I've been wanting to do for several years. It's <laughs> been fantastic for my health mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, really whole body health is what I've found through through my instructor training. And yeah, so so I've been teaching community classes for free around my area and I have some plans for the new year. Lord willing. All right, all right. And what what are those what are those plans? Fill us in. Like what are some things you're doing? Um, so I have been in the process. This is kind of a secret, so you guys are going to be able to hear it first today. <laughs> and thank you, Justin, for the push to share. Um, I've been in the process of compiling um, classes, yoga classes, that I can record and post in a virtual library for you guys to access anytime you want to just by logging in. It will be subscription-based. There's a lot of other components to it with uh, a PDF downloadable um, Bible studies and things like that. But I'm just so excited and I cannot wait to get this launched. Yeah, she has a lot to offer, guys. I mean, Mari has been in, like I said, she's been interested in health and wellness for a very long time. Obviously, she has a story that that you can just be inspired by uh she's trans she's transformed she's a different person today she knows all about it firsthand she you know now being married now having a family she's had to adapt into new approaches to exercise and and moving which she knows firsthand on how to do so i put my stamp of approval on her she's one step approved baby she's got she's got a lot of information a lot of knowledge to make this thing happen so if you're ever interested in checking out who Mari is and what she has to offer. This is your time. You can follow her on Instagram. It is well collective. It's at the bottom there. It's an awesome, awesome channel to follow or awesome account to follow. And I encourage you guys to go there and do that right now as even as we're speaking. If you have to leave here to do that, you go do that right now. It is totally worth it. She has a lot of good things to share with you. So Mari, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I mean, it's it's... I can't believe it's been literally like 45 minutes already and wow, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We're excited about that. So you probably need to get some rest and, and make that happen. How's that going to go for you? What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Um, so I did, so I did buy stuff to make a gluten-free lactose-free macaroni and cheese. So that will be my guilty pleasure, but we, you know, we have these little whole food pumpkin pies that we're making that don't have refined sugar in them or anything like that. Um, but then really, I just, I just, my motivation is I don't want to ever go back to feeling the way that I was feeling ever again. And so now it gives me a whole different outlook on food because now when I'm looking at food, I'm looking at as looking at it as fuel and as a means to be a good mom and a wife and a friend and to share the gospel. And if I eat the things that I know are going to make me feel horrible, I can't do any of that. So good word that's good now i'll i'll kind of leave with one more question and this is for our listeners today what would you tell somebody to encourage them what would you encourage our audience with uh just to start making changes like like people who are, are seeking out health seeking out how to get healthier how to become healthier how to take their wellness to another level they're tired of living feeling tired feeling tired of living like they're no energy what would you encourage them to do? Where to start? Give them like a small, a small step that they can take to, to become a healthier person and start that journey today. 
Um, I think nowadays it's a lot of it's mindset change because there's so much free information out there that if you really want to do it, you can. I saw this reel on Instagram recently, and it said a lot of us grew up in a time where getting fit was to be skinny, and now the narrative is changing that we we want to be healthy. And I think that that is that's what has to change for us to take it seriously and for long results is that we are eating to be healthy. We are exercising to be healthy, to improve the quality of our life versus outward appearance. That's, that's totally something amazing to give a person because it can start there. Mentally is where it's at and your views on becoming healthier, right? Your views on your body, your views on what it looks like to become a healthier person. Weight loss is never the primary motive on my clients. When I coach them, it's, I, I don't even care about the scale. I have people who gain five pounds that week, but they're feeling amazing and they're making amazing changes. So if we can look at that and say, let's throw the scale on the side. I have my clients weigh in once a month. That's it. It's a once a month because we use the scale as a metric of success, but not as like the total number of success, right? So there's other avenues and other met metrics that we look at. We look at how they're feeling, number one. We look at the changes that they made. I mean, it's amazing some of the changes that get made where, man, they're like, they're, they're inspiring their family to make healthier choices, which is a big win to me that no scale could ever compete with. Mm -hmm. And then we see blood markers for some people. They get better. Uh, the energy gets better. Uh, the inches come off, the clothes fit better. It's just, there's so many other metrics than the scale and, and people have to get beyond the scale because that is just one, one metric that truly can enslave people to themselves. And once they see a number go up, cause I see it all the time. I usually weigh in every other week, sometimes once a week. And I can see like a one, two pound up. I see two pounds down. I see one pound up, two pounds. But I'm not so much focused on weight loss anymore. I'm focused more on just becoming a healthier person. I'm focused on building some muscle and, and just trying to be different. My, my goals have changed. So I'm doing different things now and I'm adapting to that. But yeah, good word. Get your focus off the scale. Get your focus off, you know, the, the, the things like, like what, what do I weigh or this and that, but actually think about, what I'm doing is benefiting my health. What I'm doing is benefiting my health. I would say that is a win for sure. For and sure. And is a bonus and it will come if you're doing, the, if you really are doing the things, you know. Yes, absolutely. We have a comment here. Hi, Mari. I can totally relate to always being exhausted. I used to be a vegetarian for about 18 years, but felt the pressure when people I visited made meals and didn't understand why I picked out meat or didn't want to eat the sauce and the meat or and the meat was in. So I just gave in and started to eat it just not to offend people, even though I wasn't true to myself. Now I've been eating meat again for about a year full time, but it is still a struggle to find the balance of healthy and junk. Yes. Mari, do you want to comment on that? Yes. Sin is a good friend of mine. I adore her and I can, I can totally relate to that. Um, and my best piece of advice, because I think that Sin and I are probably not the only two people who are dealing with, I mean, even Justin said himself, the pressure of people not understanding where you're coming from. I think one is always show grace to the people around you if they're people who you know love you and are truly for you. Just grace, grace, grace. Um, and secondly, now looking back, looking back at things and moving forward into my, my journey, because I know it won't end for me here, is um, don't be offended. 
try, try, try to release the offense of being offended. And I feel like when you walk into a place and you don't allow those, those comments to actually have any effect on you, uh, it's a lot easier to just move forward and people can just watch, you know? Beautiful. Beautiful. This, uh, forget the haters, right? Dust it off. Forget the haters. I mean, between us, usually they end up joining you. So (laughs) let me tell you the number of people who used to make fun of me for doing the whole 30 who have now in the last seven years done it. People are influenced by success. They're influenced by success and commitment. And uh, it's just good. Very good. Well, Mari, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, She's been amazing. She's going to probably go back and attend to the chillins and the hubs. So we were so glad she took her time to come visit us today and, and share her heart. So again, you can find her on Instagram. It is well.collective. Follow her now. Make sure you go there. You can also uh, just make sure you take this podcast. Once it comes out 600 pounds down, you can take this and download it, have this at your disposal at all times. Don't forget friends, go on. It's so easy to go on Apple podcast, create a review rate me a five. I'm not telling you what to do, but rate me a five. Okay. If anything less, don't bother. No, but go on, have some fun, comment, do what you got to do, but just go ahead and listen, share it. There's a lot of stuff to do with 600 pounds down, man. I just want to get the message out there, encouraging people just like Mari and I did tonight. These, these words, these times, these podcasts, these lives, whatever you want to call them, they will impact a life. And that's why we do what we do. Really. At the end of the day, it's like, We share our stories not to say, look how amazing we are. We share our stories to say, look how amazing God is, number one. And secondly, look how you can overcome these things. And there's hope for you. That's our motive. That's our goal. And that comes with your assistance by sharing these, tagging people in these posts. Is it rating a podcast? It's that simple. Uh, Supporting someone like Mari when she launches her thing. Do it. It supports us. It helps us grow. And then you become part of that movement. And you help other people become successful as well. All right. 600 Pounds Down podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Be looking or listening for the podcast recording to come to Apple Podcast, Spotify, and also Amazon Music. We are out 600 Pounds Down. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.